the world. Tune in to broaden your understanding of the past and be the first to learn how today's innovations will transform our tomorrow. From the latest breakthrough in green technology to the discovery of humanity's oldest tools, you'll find it all on the Academic Minute. Listen every weekday afternoon during the KSJE Evening News at 530. Ten minutes after 8 o'clock, it is Wednesday morning, the 14th day of February 2024. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. I'm Scott Nicklin. Thanks for joining me today. KSJE 90.9 FM over the airwaves here in Farmington, Aztec, Bloomfield, Kirtland, all of San Juan County, New Mexico. In Durango, Colorado, we broadcast at 103.3 FM and everywhere else on the planet. You can always tune us in anytime at ksje.com. We also want to welcome our viewers who are joining us this morning. This video stream is going out live to the KSJE Facebook page and also to our YouTube channel. So welcome aboard everyone. We are glad that you've joined us on whatever platform that you choose. Coming up on this Valentine's Day, we have some heart advice from a local cardiologist from the San Juan Regional Heart Center. Dr. Kerry Rose will be joining me in the next few moments with some great advice for men, women, everyone really about keeping our hearts healthy and more coming up in the next few moments right here on KSJE Today. Then, of course, we will check in with Ron Price, who also has some thoughts about this Valentine's Day. That's coming up, our Life in the Sandbox segment today at 8.50 a.m. right here on KSJE. Mick Hess is standing by to take us Roving with the Arts, our classical music program beginning at 9.06. After the news, of course, a special 90-minute version of Roving with the Arts on Wednesdays because that takes us to 10.30 and right on Four Corners, our local and regional author program. Uh, Stacy Shannon Denitsosi is our guest today, talking with Delsheree Gladden about her latest book, The Missing Morning Star and Other Stories. You'll hear that author's discussion today at 10.30 right here on KSJE's Right on Four Corners. Don't forget, we invite you to connect with us on our X accounts at KSJE underscore news or at KSJE or connect with us on Instagram in addition to Facebook and YouTube. And if you're a podcast person, another reminder about subscribing to KSJE Podcasts. You can find them for free wherever you probably are already listening to podcasts. So subscribe and discover a new program that you may have missed. Outside our studios here at San Juan College, it is a sunny Wednesday morning, currently 30 degrees in Farmington. We're expecting a Partly sunny day today with a high of 50 degrees in Farmington. Clear skies tonight, low 27. Tomorrow, mostly sunny on Thursday with a high of 53. Sunshine on Friday, the high 51. Partly sunny, 52 on Saturday. Warmer on Sunday with 55 degrees for a high and 56 by early next week. And overnight lows right near 30 degrees. Back with my guest, cardiologist Dr. Kerry Rose, right after this. JE is supported by San Juan Regional Medical Center. The caregivers of San Juan Regional Medical Center are committed to bettering the quality of life, health, and care of individuals, families, and our communities. Life is their sacred trust. Better is their mission. Here is their home. San Juan Regional Medical Center. 
improving the health of the Four Corners since 1910. Studio A with my guest this morning, as I mentioned, from San Juan Regional Heart Center, Dr. Kerry Rose is here with me this morning. Dr. Rose, good morning. Welcome to KSJE. Good morning, and uh, happy Valentine's Day to everyone out there. Yes, thank you. Same to you. It's nice to have you here. Um, one of the uh, cardiologists at the, the Heart Center, and so it's almost like we planned it, right, to be here on Valentine's Day. Uh, you know what? Uh, the, the, the honor is mine, yeah. And I, I even brought the, I brought the red dress we'll talk about later right here. So we will talk about the red dress, and while, actual, actual and while you have dress. a red dress, because yeah, there's a story. Yeah. That's right. There is a story here. <laughs> okay. that, that, that's, that's, yeah. that's true. Yeah. But thank you for coming in. As My I pleasure. mentioned, uh, you're a cardiologist at the San Juan Regional Heart Center, and yes. you do a lot of work um, to get people healthy here in, in the region. We were talking a bit before we came on the air this morning about what a prevalence of heart disease we have here in, in the Four Corners region. That seemed like it was a little bit shocking to you. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm originally from the East Coast. Uh, I've been, had the privilege of working in San Juan now about two years. We have a really great heart team at the hospital, by the way. I like to put a shameless plug in sure. for that. San Juan Regional Medical Center is really uh, um, the heart program is excellent. I myself am both a surgeon and uh, what's called an EP cardiologist. I deal with, I put in pacemakers and defibrillators, and I do what are called ablations for people with atrial fibrillation. Uh, we have a great team at San Juan Regional. We do some, some pretty intense work there, but the most amazing thing is, is that we can really give people their life back with heart disease. Uh, we have several of our partners who are interventional cardiologists, and they work on legs, uh, stents, heart attacks, and again, someone with severe pain in their legs, they can fix that and get you back walking again. Um, I myself, uh, for people with heart failure, my partner, uh, uh, Chad Bedart, Chad and I are both EP cardiologists. Uh, we're well trained. We take care of people with slow heartbeats, fast arrhythmias, atrial fibrillation, as people have, have heard. And uh, we, uh, we, I, we have a really good team there. And I, I, think, I think we've done a lot of good work for the community. And we actually get patients. Uh, last night was a record. I got a patient from almost 600 miles away. Uh, wow, that got referred to our hospital. So, uh, so someone must have heard of us somewhere, or maybe we got the light on, or something. So, something like that. Well, your reputation is maybe getting getting sure. out there too, sure. and the reputation of the of the heart center, I would think. And I think that's by design a little bit, don't you? That the hospital is really strategically wanted to invest in staff like yourself and your colleagues to really offer some of these unique procedures here in the area without having to drive. 400 miles away? Uh, I mean, I think so. They come to us, basically. Yeah. Uh, there are a lot of communities in the area, uh, not just New Mexico, but Arizona, uh, the reservations, uh, southern Colorado, Utah, uh, outer Mongolia, I think. I, you know. but, uh, and, and we do. We get referrals from all over the place. Uh, we, are, we are the major referral center. Um, the, the next closest referral center are my colleagues. I know a number of them at uh, University of New Mexico and the various hospitals there. That's 190 miles away as the crow flies. So a lot of people realize that we have an excellent heart center here. San Juan Regional over the last several years has invested in infrastructure and has brought uh, a lot of specialists in, not just cardiologists, but great GI specialists. We have a really great GI lab and then uh, surgery departments. So all three of us really work together. Finally, we have a really great hospitalist department. The hospitalist department are, are basically uh, family practice doctors and internal medicine doctors who practice mainly in the hospital. And so they really expanded that. And so we we're able to take more admissions 
clinicians every day through the ER, and uh, it, we all work together, uh, you know, as a fairly well-oiled machine. We, we, I think we have a really good, uh, um, in, in the past, I wasn't here, but it, it took some time, but I think things have really turned around right now, and people have a more enjoyable experience uh, at the hospital. So, right. Yeah. Well, and it's closer to home, too, for some people Indeed. that you're talking about, right? Yeah. If they can only travel here and not have to go right. You don't have further. To, right. You, you don't have to drive to Albuquerque or Colorado or Phoenix or Flagstaff. By the way, excellent hospitals there. Sure. It's a privilege to be now known as a referral center uh, in the area. And, and, you know, the more people we help and then they go back to where they're from and, they and you know, word of mouth is uh, the best thing. So uh, we, we, uh, we the cardiology team that I can speak of, we all work together extremely well and we've been extremely busy. Um, in fact, as you know, I literally got here moments ago, you know, from, from the hospital this, right. this morning. So, you had yeah. several uh, procedures planned already today, right? And when I go back, I have several more, yeah. Okay, <laughs> so. So, so that's your day. And, and yes. several days, it sounds like, has been your schedule for the yes. last few days. Yes, indeed. Uh, yes, indeed. And so talk to me. You mentioned a couple of things that I wanted to pick up on, yes. um, heart failure and things like that, and some of these procedures that you're able to do. Yes. Um, you know, how much has your profession changed over the last few years, maybe with technology or what we know about the heart and the muscle and things like that, right. that you're able to do now. What we do now, I mean, just think back to the world before compact discs. And remember what happened when CDs started. We said to ourselves, look at this, look at this jump in technology. You know, we don't have to use cassette tapes anymore, although some people do. Right. Um, and there's also something really great about a rich phonographic record. You know, let's face it, I got a lot of vinyl. So, sure, so there's sure. That. But, um, the technology has just—it's—it's it's just gone hyperbolic. I mean, I mean, it just—it seems that that technology is practically obsolete after it's invented because we have something better and everything. Um, for, speaking for myself, uh, a number of the things that we used to deal with, such as congestive heart failure. Uh, atrial fibrillation, um, problems like this. These used to be a death sentence. These used to be, uh, uh, and, but not anymore. Nothing you could do. Not much you could do Very, for your patients. We have medications, but even the medications at that time were limited. Mm -hmm. Now, the combination of good medications and the ability to, for example, cure atrial fibrillation through an, uh, an ablation, which we do in a two-hour procedure where your heart is returned back to normal rhythm again. And it's we have a very high success rate here, very high. Uh, my partners, you have somebody coming with a heart attack now, we have the the right medicine and the right the stents and balloons which we we, we bring people in immediately because the faster you know time is heart and the faster you get that balloon open and, and blood restored to the heart and now we have people who come in with heart attacks with virtually no damage to their heart because of how quickly they do that same thing with critical limb ischemia many people here as they get older have leg pain they can barely walk and they figure well it's normal as i'm getting older i can't walk well, that's not true, and and they they get in there and save their legs, and now they they walk out of the hospital. You know, it, it, it's it's amazing what we can do today. Uh, for the, for example, when we do ablations for atrial fibrillation, which is an ex which is now basically the most common arrhythmia in America, it's estimated that maybe between 10 and 20 million people have it. We don't really know the exact number, but it continues to increase mm -hmm. as we get better. Atrial fibrillation really knocks a lot of people out. It's also extremely high risk for stroke. Well, imagine now where you go in for a procedure, where we do a procedure on you, where you're up and walking four hours after the procedure, and you go home with two Band-Aids, no stitches. No st surgery without stitches, it's true. And you go home in normal rhythm, and you don't feel bad anymore. You feel normal again, okay? That's what we're able to do at, at the hospital, at San Juan Regional. So it, it's a privilege to be a small part in that very large uh, machine. It sounds to me, from what you described, that you're really able to change people's lives it, for the better. For, for, oh, it is, we can give them their lives back, and that's not a boast. It, it's when somebody comes in who is short of breath, and, and they're just miserable, and with the right medications, sometimes with the device, such 
which is a special defibrillator we put in, sometimes with just medications, sometimes with a, with a plan for physical rehabilitation, that sort of thing. Within a few months, these people, they really have their lives back. And uh, sometimes in dramatic fashion. I had a patient who lost so much weight. He lost 100 pounds in about seven months. I did not recognize him. Mm. And that's because we stopped his arrhythmias. He, he, he couldn't do anything because of his heart arrhythmias. And we took care of his AFib. And he has been, he runs and swims. He, lost, he went from 250 to, to 145 pounds. And I didn't know, I didn't recognize him. It's almost I, like a whole other person that he's a lost. A completely different person. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. So, yeah. And, and so, and it sounds to me too, that maybe there are some options for patients too, maybe that's not just one set treatment. I know every patient is different. Right. You can't always predict, but maybe there are some options for There's folks who come options. to you. And, and again, not only from here, but for example, our colleagues at University of New Mexico, they even have very, very rare and highly skilled uh, operators there for even some of the cases that are, are too technical for us, because we know how to recognize those cases. But we all work together, all the centers here, Colorado. Um, we have a lot of uh, colleagues in, in uh, Durango who send you know, people down to us. Mm -hmm. But um, we, there's always options. That's what I tell my patients. There's always hope. There's always options. I don't believe in a no-hope scenario. And I believe there's always something that we can do. Even in people who seem very critically ill, we can actually get that up to a point where they, they have a get better quality of life. I mean, if you don't have a good quality of life, then what's the point? So, sure. um, and, and it really is. And, uh, you know, we try to be positive. And again, we have a good team of people that, that, that take care of the patients, both inpatient and outpatient. And so, um, you know, it, it's one of those things where it's been fun to work here. Uh, uh, every day, I mean, every, every day is like something new. And every day we, we progress to newer technologies, uh, which is really something. Right. You, yeah. You've seen a lot, certainly, uh, of these conditions as you described them, right? Yeah. Is there anything that has really shocked you or stumped you when someone comes well, through the door? Is, is, unfortunately, that's what we do. We shock people. You do, but what about the patient? You get to shock people. But, um, you know, one thing I've noticed, several things. First of all, uh, the um, here in the desert southwest, uh, this is this is actually my first foray here. I've, I've never actually uh, spent any time here except once. I did get a traffic ticket in a city in New Mexico called, called Tucumcari. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, well, I never paid it. So I, if everyone's listening, I'm well, sorry Well, don't go out that, that way. You know? Don't leave that way. Uh, yes. But uh, um, that was 25 years ago, driving across the country to California. California, but okay. um, um, but uh, it, it's it's very interesting uh, um, how things have changed over time, and uh, it's it's it, it's just great to be a part of this. They always say, you know, it, it's a great time to be alive. Well, honestly. I, it's a great time to, to be a cardiologist right now because we have access to all these techniques, and each one, I mean, in, in we, the ability to do ablations has has been around for 30 years, but we get better and better with each case that we do, and more research has been done. And again, 20 years ago, someone had atrial fibrillation. That was it. Sorry, you know. Now, now we say, yeah, we can fix that. And we do most of the time. It's not a hundred percent, but it's it's pretty high number. So. Right. I imagine people will be surprised maybe to hear some of the treatment options that are available if they I come believe, into I, you. I, they are they're filled with hope when when I, when I when I when I sit down with them and I say we can help you and and we do our best to try. So right, yeah. right, very true. Yeah. You mentioned heart attacks and things like that. Heart muscle, heart is muscle, and right. time is. Heart and things like heart, that, yeah. you know, all those types of things. Yeah. That's really important, especially, you know, this month when we're paying a lot of attention to our heart um, during the month of, of February. And I think some of that is if we recognize the signs, the early signs of a heart attack, that, that really does 
right. help for a better recovery, does it not? Yeah, and you, you hit it on the head. First of all, you mentioned this month. This is February, and this is a, a, a thing known near and dear to my heart. Uh, people who know me from home, um, this is, uh, again, this is called the Red Dress for Women. Right. Um, this is sponsored by the AHA, the American Heart Association. Uh, this is a symbol uh, for women, uh, women's cardiology and women's health care. Many years ago, because women's symptoms are so different than men's, that for every eight men that saw a cardiologist, only one woman would go. And, and this was many years ago, but it, since then we've gotten the word out. Um, signs and symptoms of heart disease are so different in people that it's hard for people to recognize, well, gosh, you know, I'm having pain in my elbow. Is, could that be my heart? Yes, you okay. know, it could. Right. Uh, but um, so, for example, um, heart disease is the number one killer uh, in, in the world, um, especially in America. And um, uh, the second most common being cancer. But if you take the, the causes of death, numbers two through eight, while still very important, and put them all together, it still doesn't equal, together, doesn't equal heart disease. Wow. So um, recognizing the risks of heart disease modifying your risk, for example, smoking, exercise, weight loss, avoiding alcohol, um, and then knowing if, if you're actually having the symptom. I'll give you an example. Um, in women, because we're talking about women here, right. um, women rarely actually get chest pain. It's not necessarily cardiac. What women get, the most common symptom in women is actually no symptoms at all. Women don't realize they're even having heart disease. They don't, they don't realize. But the most common physical symptom is actually shortness of breath. Now, shortness of breath can be anything, especially in the time of COVID, pneumonia, right. RSV, influenza. And so not all shortness of breath is cardiac. But when a woman says, yeah, I can't walk as far as I could. I get short. I, I feel short of breath. I just sit down and rest. I'm getting older. That's not normal. And, that, and I hear that in everybody. And I say to them, that's not normal. That's heart disease. So there's our first issue right there. Okay. Secondly, in a woman, women get bilateral pain in their jaws. And I can't tell you how many patients I know that were sent to a dentist. Because now I don't know how many people get jaw pain on both sides going to a dentist. If you have a toothache, I guess it's possible. But bilateral jaw pain in a woman, some of them having jaw pain, they're going to the heart cath lab. Okay? And then finally, really specific to women, women get pain between their shoulder blades. Now, people who work and, and physically do physical work, you might think that's very common. But in a, when a woman presents with pain between her shoulder blades where she says to me, I just can't get comfortable, right? That's angina. So I'll prove otherwise. Hmm. And in many cases, we, we, we are very aggressive with women, medications and other things. Also, women are very different than men. Women's vessels, their heart vessels, are about 30% smaller than men's. And unfortunately, women have a higher risk of dying from a first heart attack than men do. So I and my colleagues, we are very aggressive with the red dress for women, getting the word out and telling women, listen, that shortness of breath may be nothing, but it's not normal to be short of breath. It's not normal to be tired as you get older. Let us check you out and, and see what we can do. Right. And I guess that would be the step, right, to come in and talk to someone like yourself. Right. They can then run a series of a few tests, perhaps, simple and test. just figure very it out simple, easy what's test. going on. Yeah, yeah. The painless, simple, easy test. Right. Uh, you know, uh, echo, we do what's called echocardiograms, mm -hmm. EKGs, and we can make a diagnosis. And then if we need to, we go further. Um, I always tell this brief story, if I could, if I could for a moment, Please. of, this, of this, this lady that I had who was only in her mid-50s, and her... Her complaint, her chief complaint was while she was running a marathon. Okay. Let me say that again. While she was running a marathon, her symptom was she couldn't get past the 12th mile. 
Now, I think if you added up all the miles I ran in my life, it wouldn't equal 12. Right. But but she said by the 12th mile, she started getting really short of breath. And so uh, I did a stress test on her. I had her on the stress test, and the EKG was not normal. And I, I said, I can't believe this. This healthy woman has an abnormal EKG. Well, we took her to the cath lab, and she had a widow maker. Okay, she had a tight lesion in her left artery, which we opened with a stent, fixed it, popped it right open, stayed in the hospital overnight, was home the next morning, okay? She felt like a different person. She wow. actually realized she'd been not feeling well for years, and now she literally felt like a completely different woman, okay? And again, this is why women's symptoms are different than men's. Shortness of breath okay, right. is what she had. Interesting. So, yeah. And that widowmaker that you mentioned, that is a type of heart attack that really does oftentimes prove fatal. Yes, sir. A widowmaker. That's the name. Will, And also, in her case, it would be a widower maker. Yes, right, okay? right. But a widowmaker is usually a tight lesion of the left main artery or, or, or right there. And Unfortunately, it, you lose all blood flow to most of the heart, and so unfortunately, uh, it, there's a high risk of sudden death uh, in that situation. You don't want to have that type of a vessel. In many cases, a widow widowmaker artery uh, has to be bypassed with surgery. In many cases, um, but again, we're able to make that determination quickly. And and if you need surgery, uh, the one thing we don't do at San Juan Regional, we don't do actual open bypass surgery, not yet. Mm -hmm. But we that that's a, that's we will we, we life flight to our colleagues across over in, in Albuquerque, and they take care of it. For us. Right. So, understood. Yeah. But I would assume if they were if your heart is losing a lot of that blood supply, that mm -hmm. really damages the muscle and your recovery. Right. If you do recovery, right. recover is rough. Right. There's a difference between, for example, there's a, there's temporary reduction. We call that angina or mm -hmm. chest pain or shortness of breath. And then there's infarction where you lose the muscle. You don't want an infarction. So many patients come to the hospital where they've had chest pain for five days. Folks, don't do that, okay? Don't have chest pain for five days. If you have chest pain for more than five hours, you come to the hospital, all right? Uh, we, because, because once the heart has a heart infarction, that's dead tissue, and we can't do anything about that. Nobody can. God did not give our hearts a chance to repair itself, just like the brain. You, if you lose heart muscle, you lose brain, it, it's gone forever. Someday that might not be true, but today is right. not that day. But we um, it's just important that if you have symptoms of any kind, Come and get checked out. Let us take care of you. You know, you'd be surprised if if, it, if it's nothing. We might be able to, to guide you to the right place. If it is something, we can fix that. Right. And get you back on your way. Very true. Well, and and with maybe a better look on life, lease on life, as you were. I. If uh, you're able to do more things than you haven't done in 20 years. I. I. I the the overwhelming positive. They they say to me. I haven't felt like this in years. I've had patients say to me, this is the first morning I woke up without palpitations. The first morning that I, I wake up expecting to feel my heart and nothing, you know. And it's a it's a great pleasurable experience for them. It really is. Sure. Uh, so. Very good. Well, yeah. exciting news. And I know just in, in, in deference to our EMS friends, if, if you are experiencing severe pain, call 911 and get right. an, an ambulance, right? Right, right. Yeah, I mean, again, these are these are common sense type things. So uh, they always say, uh, um, you know, uh, aspirin, ambulance, get to the hospital uh, type of a thing. That, that That's a good watchword uh, to do, you know, pop an aspirin while you're calling 911 and, and get in and let us see you. Again, not everything is cardiac, as we've... I, We've learned, sure. but 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 it's better to rule it out, especially if you're having if you're having chest pain, get to the hospital. Right. Don't wait. 
And I and I know too, please, right? Please our, don't wait. Our ambulances are equipped with equipment, right, that they can actually the start evaluating right, right. you on your trip to the hospital and, if and, it is a severe situation. Right, right. And and, uh, again, and then I, you guys know what you're getting when you when right. they when they show up. We have a seamless transfer. They tell us, you know, we know what's going on. They, they they're out, and not just the ambulances, but we have airplanes and sure, helicopters. Right, they're sure. going out to get people that are way out. Uh, I, I had a patient for the first time two weeks ago uh, who told me I'd never. I mean, in the 21st century, she doesn't have hot and cold running water. Uh, she lives out in Arizona, and right. I, I, I had that was just foreign to me, you know, type of a thing. So they had to, they had to fly her in when she came to the hospital. So right, yeah, all yeah. kinds, all kinds, and, so. and all, all patients from all neighborhoods and all situations is what you see. Here. Heart, heart disease knows no neighborhood. Heart disease, everybody knows no nationality. Although I will say this, there are certain nationalities that have been recognized <clears throat> as, as as high risk for heart disease. Our African American friends. Our Native American friends and Hispanic have a much higher predilection for hypertension and very serious heart disease um, and stroke. And so uh, we urge this po these populations to take care of yourselves, exercise, avoid salt, watch your blood pressure, and see your doctors. And if you're experiencing symptoms, you know, again, not everything is the heart, but but come in and get checked out. That's all we ask. Right. So. Going back to talk about women and, and yes. the importance of women and the red dress right. um, of recognizing these symptoms. Because again, I don't think we've talked a lot about this one's, I think this, this still. Do you think it'll still fit you? Yeah, yeah it does. Because just to be clear, you did wear this at one time. Yes, you I were did. telling uh, me, right? I, I did. I, I wore. The, I, I've actually uh, given several lectures at, at University of Northern Iowa, and in, I used to live in Iowa, and then uh, also in Florida. Um, and uh, I just believe very strongly in the red dress for women. It, it really is. Uh, it, it's a sign of respect for women because uh, because they have to put up with, with us. Right. And uh, right. it, it, it's uh, this. This is a symbol that I always look. It every year because uh, um, you know I always envision someone wearing this and it reminds me you know to, to check for heart disease so right and, and my partners as well sure no yeah. very true but we don't always hear a lot about women and heart attacks and heart right. disease and things like that right. does it does it affect them as much as it affects men right yeah so so that again we talked about before that the only two major differences between women and men are women's heart vessels are 30% are, are smaller. smaller and thus they are at risk for the first death I mean dying from a first heart attack much higher than men However, so they can get blocked easier, I guess, if they're smaller. They can get blocked well, easier? I, it's interesting. We, we, it's, it's not just that. Mm. Women seem to have a higher predilection for spasm of arteries. Uh, there have been a variety of different syndromes. One is, is a funny name. It's a Japanese name called Takusobo uh, cardiomyopathy. But, but women's vessels are more, a little more reactive, hyperreactive. Possibly even like when women smoke, they're reactive to tobacco and nicotine to a greater degree. And you get a higher degree of vasospasm. That's what we call, especially in women. Um, so also, it's heightened emotional states can, can cause these. Okay. However, the same number of women die of heart attacks as men. Okay, so there's no difference. There's no predilection there. Um, the difference, however, often is that women, because their symptoms are not recognized early on, unfortunately, men have disease usually in one vessel and they get the chest pain going down the arm. Women, because they don't recognize that and they have to deal with us for years, they ignore their symptoms. They literally say, oh, this will all be fine. And, and then they find out at the age of 70 that they have one, two, three vessel heart disease and that leads them to having a bypass. So again, our, our great colleagues there, um, my partners, can determine very quickly, will they benefit from stents or do they have to go right away for a bypass? And that depends. Also, uh, people in this area have very high diabetes predilection. True. Uh, if you have diabetes, everybody, you have heart disease. Diabetes 
equals heart disease. The question is not if you have heart disease, it's how bad is it. Now, it might be minimal, but you have heart disease, unfortunately. So taking care of your blood sugar and your diabetes, watching your hemoglobin A1C, all of these are extremely important. Don't smoke, especially if you're a diabetic, especially if you're a woman diabetic. Don't smoke. It is, it is a, just a, a recipe for, for no, no, nothing good uh, can come of that. And again, all we can do is recommend. So, right, of course. Yeah. But important to, to know that this resource is here in the community, right. and you and your colleagues are, right. are working, and, right. and the so, dress so reminds it's just, us. It's, like I said, this, this is, to me, um, I am, people who know me, I'm a very strong believer in the red dress for women. Um, if I, when a woman, I, I listen to women, and I'll tell you, when that woman said to me, you know what, I was short of breath on the 12th mile. You know, people thought I was crazy doing a stress test on her. Well, they're not cra I'm not crazy now, am I? I mean, she's still alive, okay? Right. And she's actually a judge. Oh, okay. okay. She's a justice. Well, she's retired okay. now. But, but she, she was a judge, uh, amazingly enough. So uh, it, was, still, it was amazing to be able to meet someone like that and take care of that. Sure. So. Is she still running marathons? Do you know? I haven't. I've lost touch with her. Okay. But, but, but okay. She, she was she, an amazing person. Just an amazing. And, and an honor for her to come to me. I always called her your honor. You know, right, she, of course. You're the only one that calls me that. So. Right. But I guess it goes to show that someone could be someone of an, have an active lifestyle and still suffer from right. some and of that, this heart and, disease and, and, that we're talking right. about. Right. And that's what women have. Women have especially they have what's called cardiac reserve, uh, especially in a woman who exercises. So, so something is happening. The other parts of the heart sort of make up for that. And so, again, it masks the fact that you actually have a problem. Uh, so, uh, unfortunately, when a woman finally says, I don't feel well, we know something bad is going on. We expect it. Right. And so we're ready for it. That's the best thing I want to say about San Juan Regional. We're ready for the emergencies. We, we have a, a, a dedicated staff for cardiac emergencies. And, and, and what I've watched my partners do, uh, uh, they, they, they save lives every day. Uh, to watch them do that is a, is a privilege. I, I like to sit and watch them and what they do. So. Right. Very true. We talked a lot about adults and problems with adult hearts, but uh, heart disease, I guess, does not really discriminate about age either. Um, you told me before we came on the air this morning that you see younger people, yes. children, yes. with um, heart problems right. sometimes. So, so here in the desert southwest, what we've noticed, I've noticed, is heart disease is, is, is affecting people at a much younger age than, than elsewhere. Uh, if you told me a 35-year-old, 35-year-old presents with chest pain, I would laugh at you. I, I, I used to I would say, that's, that's not the heart. That's got to be uh, reflux disease or, or gallbladder. And it still might, mm -hmm. um, especially with the delicious spicy food here. Yes, yeah. right. right. But, um, but no, so that's where I come in because a lot of patients, people come in who have palpitations. And it really bothers me when, when they, they, they describe this and they go to see somebody and they're given medications for anxiety. It's not anxiety. It's, it's quite real. Uh, if you out there, if you have palpitations, you feel your heart racing, that's what we call an arrhythmia. And it can be easily fixed. It can be fixed with medications, if you like, or what I do, what are called oblations. Now, these are not life-saving procedures, but they give you your life back. They, mm -hmm. they give you your, your you, don't, you don't have palpitations anymore. Your heart doesn't really beat fast or jumping out of your chest, as some, a lot of people call it. Atrial fibrillation used to be a disease. It used to be called the old man's friend. I did an ablation recently on people who were in their 40s. I couldn't believe it. Okay, mm. And they're arrhythmia-free, and they're doing great, but they're in their 40s. I mean, we, it, it means it's now appearing 30 years earlier than it used to be. So, yes, heart disease and arrhythmia really know no age, and they know no demographic group or 
sex in this case, male, men or women. True, very right. true. Or boys or girls, it sounds like to me, too, a little bit. Well, I, I mean, that, that's a very specific uh, group, but we're talking, okay. that, yeah, th those are those are people who have genetic syndromes. And again, very important. They're, fortunately, they're very rare. Okay. Um, but, but genetic syndromes need to be recognized, and we do a better job of it now. And, and people who used to have a fatal diagnosis when they're very young now live to adulthood and beyond. So Once this is corrected, treated, Yes. Whatever. Medically, either way, yeah. Right. Yeah. Very, very so. important. My guest this morning, Dr. Kerry Rose is here. He is a, a member of the San Juan Regional Heart, um, heart Center, talking about the work that he does day in, day out right here. And, of course, talking about heart month, heart disease in both men and women. And that red dress for women is uh, is something that you've had for how many years now? Let's let's uh, talk about well, this for a moment. Is, as you can see here, it's a size 20 dress. I don't know if you can see that. It's okay. a size 20. And this is, I wore this, I wore this on stage in 2009. I will say this. Uh, uh, I mean this honestly to women out there. And I'm going to shameless plug uh, to my girlfriend Tiffany. Um, I, I, uh, Tiffany, she knows this, but uh, um, it took two men to get me into this thing. Okay, <laughs> two men. Okay. All right. It took three of us to get me into this dress, and this is a size 20 dress. I don't know if you can see that. All right. So all the women out there who wear dresses for us, I salute you. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how you do it, but thank you. Thank you for for what you do. So there you go. Yeah. Right. But it was worth it to get the message out. It, it's always worth right? it. Right? It, it's always worth it. And the and, and, uh, interesting thing is <clears throat> is that when you save a life or you, or you change someone's life, they go and tell other people. And they say, you know what? Gosh, I have something. You know, it happens to me too. You know, And then they come to see their doctor. It's amazing what happens. Word of mouth is really the best thing. So, uh, you know, that's so Right. Yeah. Well, again, life-changing. Yeah. With the work that you do. Thank you. Thank you very much, Dr. Rose. Nice to meet you. Nice to have you here. Thank, Thank you for the work that you do in our community. Thank you. And happy uh, Heart Month to you. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. That's true. Watch that candy. There you go. You, you, you bring it to me. I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm, I'm the original chocoholic, so uh, it's just bring it to me. So. Okay. There All you right. go. See? Good advice. All right. Thank you very much. Thank My you. guest this morning with me here on KSJE.